Mariah Carey's back in the house. I'm so dead. <laughs> wow, so this is how we're starting. That's, yeah. that's, that's what's up. Unfortunately, that's all we've got. Okay, welcome back, girls and gays. Welcome back, girls and gays. Andrew? I have nothing oh, to say. Andrew? I've already done my intro. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, why does your voice all of a sudden change? Like, to... Who's oh, mine? Yeah. You were busy me like, yeah. <laughs> No, this is my podcast voice. This is my podcast voice. Welcome back to I Said What I Said. I am your host, Mukundwa. And this is my co-host. I'm trying to be professional. This is my co-host, Nyakwezi. Hi. We are joined by the wonderful Andrew. Tastemaker. Tastemaker. I don't say those words anymore. Because apparently I use the same, the same, are those adjectives. Which so is I no can't. one's a tastemaker. Oh my God. Yeah. You have. No one's illustrious. Oh, I thought you wanted them. Also. No. Oh, please go get them. Oh my God, is that... Oh, God. Also, why is Nyakwezi still here? Are we not going to address? <laughs> That's tough. Are we not going to... Did you guys <laughs> go through the previous... Did you guys not go through the previous episodes? I'm actually, Every time you come here, you try to kick me off my podcast. Andy. No! I, I just want the viewers to not be confused. Because, I mean, the listeners... That's still, true. Our yeah. listeners are higher level. They did maths. You know, in, in matric, when you do normal maths and then you do higher I know level. no other maths. I just know higher grade. Really? I did mm. studies. I did the one below. Oh, <laughs> so <studies>. comprehension tests? <laughs> that is literally <laughs> offensive. How Welcome did, back. How, who allowed you to do math studies? Oh my God. Welcome back to Paul podcast. did not know, right? I did I'm the British even, system, so I'm better than everyone. Can I just wrap up the beginning of um, this? How's that working out for you? I'm in the gutter, Oh, okay, wow. okay. Okay. Well, welcome back to this podcast where we bridge the gap between where we are and where we want to be. Nyak, stop laughing. Where we are, we want to be and enjoy. Uh, uh, Nyak, you've actually confused me now and invites you to be on this journey with us. <laughs> so today we are discussing activism. Yes. We're discussing online activism. We're discussing performativity, charity, and um, ourselves and how this all intersects with the internet. Mm-hmm. So the reason why we have Andrew, besides him being just a tastemaker, a tastemaker, <laughs> uh, is because I think you work in an adjacent space. So we want to chat about that briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's start with some thoughts I have on activism. So I ran a poll and some like questions on my Instagram and gathered some data. Uh, obviously, a very small sample size, not very reliable. But still, we're going to use it anyway. <laughs> but it is now empirical evidence. It is now empirical evidence. You say what you said, boo. I yep. said what I said. So I just want to start with some of the things I think about activism, just to frame the conversation and also give rise to some ideas you both might have. Did you say rise or rise? Give rise. R-I-S-E. R-I-S-E. I feel like I'm consistently disrespected on this when it's you two. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm always on your side. That's yeah. true. No, you are. Yeah, yeah. it comes for me the most. Yeah. No, oh, honey, no. So, are we being serious? Be... Can I continue? Oh, activism. Yes. 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 Activism. Okay. So I think that the 24-hour news cycle is harmful. Um, I think the issue with like this constant cycle of catastrophe and death and violence, which is all accurate and happening... Um, I don't understand the intention of the news. Mm. And I know that sounds strange, but really, what is the intention of this like consistent drone of news? And I also think that humans weren't created. I think our empathy cells are fried. Our synapses are just gone. They've left the room. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. we only have the capacity to look out for our communities. And um, I think because we're so bombarded by just an overwhelming amount of violence that is happening, we actually have less of a capacity to care because now it's mundane. Mm. I also think that activism, especially when it intersects with online can be out of guilt and self, a self-congratulating exercise. I posted, I changed my profile picture. I've done my work. And I wonder if that's an issue. I wonder if the internet has been really beneficial in, in, in outreach and spreading knowledge, but also really harmful in that we have become complacent. Um, I also have a, just a general question, and maybe this is really geared to Andrew because you are in that space, about the futility of aid and caring and charity. Um, I think that a lot of the reason that the world is in flames is because of some of the stru- well, the structures we've created, um, namely capitalism, patriarchy, and whiteness. Um, and I think when we treat the symptoms, which is um, the fallout, the violence in the world, it kind of is not futile, but but I think 
The only time suffering will end is if we are willing to dismantle all these structures. And I don't think we have the capacity or the interest. And so I wonder, I, I'm interested about why we're concerned with then like the symptoms, the people mm. suffering and not the actual system that causes it or whether we are. So I want to discuss that. Um, and then finally, I wonder if online activism really reaches the people it's meant to. Somebody responded to my question about is, um, is donating the highest form of activism is fine. Putting your money where your mouth is the highest form. And they said, well, you know, I might not have the money to, but at least I can retweet and repost. And someone who does have the finances can. And I wonder if that's how we all think. We all think, well, I can't afford it, but let me just repost and someone else will see it. And then we all become complacent because everyone just reposts because there must be someone with money who can. And I think again, I'm really curious to see whether the internet has just made us a bit lazy and complacent about how we help. And finally, I think on a personal level, I don't engage with anything I can't do something about. And I think that's a blessing and a curse. I can see why that's problematic, even on like a personal level in my life. But if I cannot specifically help with Sudan, help with Boko Haram, help, I don't want to engage because then it's, I'm kind of traumatizing myself for nothing. I think if I'm willing to put my money down, my time down, if I'm willing to engage in ways that I feel have direct or at least like two degrees of separation from the the impact I want to make, I don't understand why I should um, engage and kind of traumatize myself. I don't see who benefits. And I think, and finally for real now, um, I think I'm a believer in microactivism. So I believe kindness, compassion, and authenticity our activism and that we should kind of look after our neighbors. So I think I should be concerned with like, forget even South Africa, Randburg. Like I should be looking at the homeless yeah. in Randburg, the people suffering in Randburg, what shelters can I go to? What, you know, how can I assist here literally with my neighbors? Because I just don't think I or anyone has the emotional capacity to care for hundreds of um, violent situations around them across the globe and, and be impactful. Mm. so these are all my opinions and i hope like they've given i think that we can kind of spark conversation from there Mm -hmm. Um, i'm interested in hearing what you guys all think so should i like jump off with a question or do any of you have points you already want to make you've said quite a lot of substantial stuff but then Mm. i think um just just for our purposes um what what is your understanding of activism? And okay. Let's say someone is sitting and listening, they don't understand what activism like is. Like, define that. Let's define activism and then define activism for you. Okay, okay. Can I answer how Mukundo answered me last week when I asked <laughs> you to define something? Yes. What did I say? She said, go to Dr. Google. <laughs> I said, ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. 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 Don't you remember Ask Jeeves? Isn't no. it Google Jesus? Oh, wow. You guys didn't use Ask Jeeves. No. It was so, we it was... went to school in the United States of South Africa, bro. <laughs> no, even me too. Rodine for like four seconds. Like, yeah. Wow. You found Jeeves in Switzerland or wherever. Yeah, know. that's the most private of private schools as well. That's that's really literally exclusive. like Switzerland yeah. is also like the private school of the world. Yeah, it is the private so, school. So like <laughs> that's why you have Jeeves. So yeah. leave us alone. She's trying to flex here as, as if she's civilians. a regular regular hoe. Like a regular hoe. So regular regular hoe. Listen to these bitches. Okay, so activism by definition, which I hate definitions, but um, by definition, is the policy or action of using vigorous campaigning to bring about political or social change. Okay. My definition of activism is um, a concerted, pointed, specific effort in one direction that is going to benefit somebody else. So I think it's kind of similar. I think it's similar. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think without going into a debate around semantics and, you know, what's the right definition. But if we're going to use then the the literal definition that we have, it's really around activism is more around awareness and rallying people Uh um, in hope or rallying people in a way that it can um, bring about tangible change, right? Mm -hmm. And what I disagree with what you're saying, Mm -hmm. um, because you mentioned earlier on that you you don't want to traumatize yourself um, by by doing something that you, like maybe a retweet or anything to that effect, that you feel that there's no two degrees of separation for effect and impact, right? Um, So then perhaps then what what you have a problem with it's not necessarily activism because if we activists are doing what they're supposed to be doing it's really just creating awareness okay and then um same as then you'll have people who for example um with hiv when when it started becoming a huge thing you know that we really needed like an awareness campaign we needed activists to say this thing is real 
But then there were other players in the space who were actually then saying, okay, cool, then how, besides Mm. awareness, then how do we then come up with um, medical technology or whatever that's going to like help us? So maybe just so that we also just be clear about that. So you mean that activism is tiered? Like there's awareness and there's actioners? There's actioners, yes, who actually do stuff. And then I think also kind of when you look at the value chain of the whole thing, everything kind of has its split, has its space. Okay. And so then... Perhaps maybe where you find, uh, like at the, um, at the, um, wherever on the value chain where you find yourself in, 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 in activism, it might not necessarily be where you find it's most impactful. Okay. Um, but then also at the same time, you know, not to, um, not to be that girl. You remember the first time I came in my podcast and I was chatting to you guys about my whole Sangoma experience. Yes, yes. It was just like to me, you know, everyone actually needs to look out for themselves. Yes. So then I also even say, you're just like, let alone South Africa, um, you must look in Randburg. I was just like, actually, fuck Randburg. Like, where are you in this whole ecosystem? Because Mm. possibly you can find that, um, perhaps even in your reluctance to be, to be an activist, Mm. um, you you can't you can't even give a piece of yourself mm. to a cause that's greater than yourself yet because like you know your your cup does not even have a drop it's literally mm-hmm. in the washer yeah it's in the washer so, yeah I see what so, you mean so I think so I think that's one but then in terms of the value of activism I think another thing that I really do believe in is um, consciousness is such a gift you know awareness yeah. is also a gift. It's, yeah. it's, it's really for a lot of the times, as much as there's no, not a tangible step or, I mean, a tangible outcome that you can feel and touch or there's not a grain of rice that's going to, to a household. But, um, I think that awareness is really the first step. And what is really then not impactful is then us sitting saying we don't want to traumatize ourselves or us not doing anything or us doing performative activism you know if it's if you haven't done the work inside of yourself um there's really nothing you can give to anyone that's how that's why you know aid and all of these things end up bombing out you know i mean dambi samoya wrote a book around how aid creates dependency yeah that dead um, aid? yeah that's dead aid mm-hmm. around how aid creates dependency because it was just kind of like okay cool international relations we have to create good relations and also we extorting these countries in africa so then let's just like ease our guilt by throwing them a grain of rice mm-hmm. um and it just also goes to show what the type of leadership that we have in the country i mean leader, leadership really does not matter which school you went to or whatever when you when you're a public servant you're core role is to be of service to your people right and that is a calling it's not a career it's not a you can make money out of it but it really is a calling and at the same time and i think um that's kind of where the intersection between the activism and spirituality kind of comes into play so then should we why should then for both of you Mm -hmm. Well, two questions. Number one, is, is, is activism tiered? Is some activism more important than others? Is activism of the self, me learning to love myself, more or less important than there's a, a country's on fire, a neighboring country, and I should contribute somehow? Is one more important than the other? I wouldn't say, uh, so I would, I was not thinking of tiered in that sense when you said tiered, right? Mm. I, I was just, if you look at a value chain is every, every piece, every link, matters mm. to this bigger picture okay. just because you inf- you right at the, you're the last chain that's going to create this you does not make you the most important one like right. without without the other ones okay it, so it's not tiered in that sense i think um and it's a very nuanced space because i know i mean this was brought on around obviously there's a lot happening in the world right now yes, there's sudan yeah. there's there's, a there's sh- everywhere there's, there's, every, literally, there's everywhere. literally everything okay. happening um but i think every piece does matter um, but mm. then, um, every piece does matter. And, um, if we want to talk about like, is it effective? Um, then maybe you must question like, what is, what is an effective activism for you? And then you go and make it happen. I, yes, absolutely. And I think my question really is around like, are we being internet activism? Are we being lazy? Is a retweet, is a repost, mm. is changing my profile picture? Um, absolving myself saying okay I've done something I see all my friends have done it fuck I have to do it too let me do it Um, but let me not reach in my pockets 
Well, okay. So how I feel about that is I feel that the internet is a new frontier that we've never had to negotiate before, before the mm. last like 20 years. Mm. And we've been in existence for, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands. Too long. Very long. Humans. So, yeah, humans. Too and long. The way we do our search. Should, this is the world should go away with us. <laughs> do away with us. Honestly, honestly. <laughs> so, so because it, it feels like, and it's something that we can't touch. So immediately we've, we've associated it with being superficial. Mm. Um, and we take away the real impact that the internet has. So whereas we used to talk to our neighbor and have this conversation, did you know that my country back home is burning? Like, mm. isn't that crazy? And we would have a meaningful conversation and be happy with our conversation or at least it would have led to something now because it's on the internet it's like well it's superficial what did you really do like it's on the internet Mm. you can't see it you can't touch it you can't put it down so i think we negate a lot of the impact that our now connectivity with with the whole world has um albeit superficial and inverted commas Mm. so interesting yeah so i think i like that so acknowledging how important the internet is and has become and can be just like we can gossip and have a useless conversation in person you can do that on the internet (laughs) exactly actually girl you're onto something i do believe that it is it is a springboard for other things or it is a way to amplify things so I think just the conversation, if that's all you have capacity for, once you've tended to your cup, if you, mm. you know, you've taken your cup out the washer, there's hardly anything in it. If you can just have a conversation and it feels right too, and you have that, then I think you've done your bit for mm. you because, because I think another thing that we ignore is the energy, is, is energies of things. Absolutely. Like where we come from, Absolutely. you know, like the beginning Absolutely. of stuff and just, just like an, an intention or thought or, prayer or all these things have so much impact and because we can't put a dollar value on it in this capitalist system we think it's worth nothing nothing mm. but you never know what your thought your thought might inspire someone else might you know be inspired to donate mm. or to give or whatever it is so someone had a post there was a there was a post about sudan someone said your prayers aren't feeding anybody like <laughs> i don't need your prayers i need your money i'm Which summarizing yeah so how Which does is- <laughs> I don't have money I, to give you for food. I don't know how I feel about that. Are you, are you I gasped. Yeah. Wait, so, okay, so what do we, how do we feel about Because I was like, accurate, accurate. But also a, a bit one dimensional that there's, I yes. can understand the, that perspective, but I also yeah. think that is, I think maybe, as you said, that is negating, or maybe it's belief systems, that's negating the power of, um, like, consciousness and energy in one direction but it also which, goes but then it's all the people that andrew was talking about who just swoop in with their grains of rice and, mm-hmm. and then when they leave it, it hasn't improved anything on the yeah. ground like so there is they can do those actions but there's something missing hmm. so i mean and this is me with a full belly right a full ass belly what did you say croissants two two uh, was it one or two it was a third of a chocolate gluten-free chocolate croissant i yeah. had a fruit basket <laughs> Because, you know, summer bodies. <laughs> Made in winter. Gluten-free. Ain't that the truth? Um, oh, but yeah, so, I mean, Mkunda, I, so, I, also, I'm, I'm, I know I'm quite jaded because I have, like, two minds about it and having yeah. worked, I mean, Nyakwez, you've also worked in the development space and yeah. we've just kind of seen, um, whether we like it or not, our, the, the NPO and, and, and NGO sector was obviously built out of, um, perhaps kind of like civil civilians um, wanting to actually kind of like create true impact on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. So you have all of these kind of like corporate right. funders and they're just like, hey, you guys go and implement. But then all of this was done through the lens of, you know, quite a capitalist system. Mm-hmm. That's why we still have public servants, not that they shouldn't be paid, but then that's why we have public servants who um sitting quite quite high up um in 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 in, in government mm-hmm. and in these international donors and making quite a lot of money because of the work that they're mm-hmm. supposedly doing. It's obscene amounts of money. It's obscene amounts of money. Yeah. It is absolutely crazy. And so then you start to ask yourself, like, how how can I not that you can't solve for something you haven't experienced, but like, let's be honest, you really can't. Like, yeah, if, if, right. if, if, if I was born bread and butter, the child of a diplomat, um, and now I'm going to work at WHO or whatever. And yeah. I could, I can have sympathy for it, but I don't understand the texture and the nuances of that space. I don't understand, mm. um, 
I also don't sometimes you don't understand systemically what are really the dysfunctions, right? Because Absolutely. a lot of the time the people that we advocate for, whatever the beneficiaries as they're called in the sector, they really don't have a seat on the table. But that's so not they, my question. We're designing with what we think should be the yes, should right. be there to, in mind, very yes, paternalistic. which is very paternalistic. Paternalistic. Exactly. We're not asking communities what they want. We're yeah. assuming. Can I say this yes. is why the the can I say no, anyway? The US hates Rwanda in terms of the because Rwanda's like no 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 no. Mm. We don't want your money to go to whatever. We want you to fix our water. If you don't want to give us money for water, you can fuck off. Like, Absolutely. You keep your money. Yeah. Very specific. Mm. I worked on a project years ago in the in the Northern Cape, and the idea was okay, cool. Let's create these community development trusts, and 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 which great. Let's have something in writing as policy for um, these big corporates to directly be- have um, the community as a beneficiary, right? Mm. But the people there, I mean, we did um, we did on the ground research. People are just like, just give us money, and it was actually so weird. It's just that right. you can't put that in 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 a professional paper but in my head I remember thinking to myself I was just like actually when you're worried about bread you really don't care about going to a hub and getting computer skills in hope that they were no like my right now Mm -hmm. I am there's literally no food in my belly there's Mm -hmm. no lights in my house I am cold Mm -hmm. you know and it was so weird in some weird way we realized that um, after doing a little bit of a study that, for example, if we were to just maybe give people, maybe for the next 10 years, a little stipend, whatever, you can't control how people spend their money, mm-hmm. but let's make reasonable assumptions. That increases yeah. household income, yeah. and that money will be better served there than spending mm-hmm. a million to build a center. Right. And so it's a long, it's a long ass thing, but what I'm saying is that a lot of the times, even I think in our activism here, it's quite, reactive mm. um like we can see we're like okay cool shit this this is happening in sudan this is happening in rwanda but i don't know if a lot of the time we just sit back and say okay cool guys before um i go and become a keyboard warrior or start um whatever a charity or whatever mm. like w- where can i create the most amount of impact yeah um and sometimes the simple as saying okay cool maybe people just need I can manage to take buses and get out of that crazy city. Yeah. Um, but we, we're not there. We just, we always have the same type of solutions. We're doing yeah. a fundraising. We're taking bags, food, da 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 always, you know, there because we're such a reactive mm. society. Yeah. And I think that's also because it comes out of guilt and... Guilt, yeah. A weird... Somebody asked me, I mean, just a, a really weird sense of... If you don't have what I have, you must be suffering. And so I, let me give you what I have. Mm-hmm. So that means you must need furniture. You must need a kennel. There's this, <laughs> there's this organization. Um, hmm, should I talk about it? No, no, we know this person. Um, well, no, what I will say, no, I, okay, what I will say is they go into, uh, into townships and they make, State of the art, um, like small homes for the animals that people I can't. in the fuck <laughs> it. Let's move. Change topic. I'm leaving. <laughs> and then that's no, not this, even the punchline. No, that's not this, in the punchline. Oh no! It so can't they make get these worse. incredible artisanal um homes for the animals outside. Fuck off! And they said, yeah, but the people get so mad, so we have to like give them like some money for bread or something. Yeah. So we also give them food, And again, like, it's this assumption that you would yeah. be upset if your animal didn't have a home. Yeah. So you've assumed that this is what people want instead of going and asking. And that's why for me, intention really matters. And if you're giving out of guilt, if you're helping out of guilt, um, you're <laughs> just, sorry, I, are so you upset. even helping? <laughs> and this is where I think not just these people, but a lot yeah. of our activism comes from yeah. is guilt from having and yeah. it's like, stop being, I just feel like it doesn't help when you're guilty for having privilege. It doesn't help anybody. You can use your privilege to uplift to, if you want to. Um, you can enjoy it alone if you want to. But when you, when it's guilt that propels you to assist, it shows in the impact. It yeah. absolutely shows. And you just get artisanal dog kennels and people who are hungry because you've completely misread you haven't thought to ask first i am so upset i, was, I heard nothing else i know i just read yeah because <laughs> and i mean we Ooh. can guess i know we can guess the race but that's i not, mean we that, know it's a bakey it's a bakey <laughs> there's just come on i'm not even it's a bakey but so then also what i want to know then let's even linking this back to then online and sudan yeah 
I um people were changing their profile pictures um and it was a really touching uh, understanding the backstory of why it was blue and and mm. um uh I wouldn't even call him a martyr I don't because he didn't really choose to die he was murdered the person who was murdered and, and and um was a massive activist and like really just pro liberation mm. um I understand I really appreciated that backstory and then when I saw people changing their profile pictures I thought it was one, then it was two, then it was three, then it was everybody. And I thought, okay, fuck, I need to change mine. And I thought, okay, no, 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 no. That energy of I need to change mine, meaning everyone's doing it. I'm going to stand out. Um, oh, basically pressure rather than an interest in participating, but a pressure to conform. Yeah. I was like, well, that intention, mm. no one would know the difference, but that's not okay. And I yeah. feel like that is some of the energy that a lot of people retweet, mm. repost and engage mm. is a shame and embarrassment of not being part of that of yeah. a movement or part of, um, and I just don't think that's, I don't know. I just don't think all help is made equal. I wouldn't really think, I don't think a person out of shame should help because I think it just comes out in the impact. Yeah. Honestly, and, I think yeah. it does. No. And, and I mean, I agree with you. I mean, to be completely honest, like right now, um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't change mine to blue. Um, you guys are disgusting. Pers- and no, can I, I add? No, let me tell you. No, I let mean, me add. No, actually, let me say myself real quick before yourself. you save yourself. <laughs> I haven't changed. I believe personally that um, I, if I can't back up my words with coins, I mustn't say anything. Me personally, I don't think everyone should mm. live by this. Uh-huh. I am not going to repost and retweet about Sudan unless I put my money there because I have disposed. If I can have money to buy that chocolate bar checkout, that 12 rand, can't I just give that 12 rand to Sudan as well? That means I have disposable. Mm. And everyone on my profile is middle class. On, on Instagram, people were saying, okay, I might not have money to donate. Um, I think that's bullshit. I just don't believe that. I don't believe you don't have $1. I don't. Sorry. I think it's priorities, which is okay. You have every right not to. But then to repost and retweet in hopes that someone else can, it's like, but where are you? Why do you think? I, I don't know if I believe that awareness is as important as money for people to use on the ground. Your prayers are important. Can you also pay? Can you also pay? Can you also anchor that in payment? Like commit in a way that I think commit in a way that our world works. Our world works with money. Can you commit financially? Also, our world our world works with money, but then that does not mean the money that you sent will will go necessarily um, where you think it will. That's not the point, though. The point is, you know, the point is for you. You have to make that commitment. And also, our world works with money, but there's many other things that works with the world, right? Uh So there's so many other things that you can do without you necessarily having to put money in there. You could be a cog in the machine that will eventually come out into money, but then to say to say that. Back it up with money because Sudan does not only need money. No, and, not only. And, and and there's so many other things. Let's talk about waste, right? And okay, I'm going to bring okay. it back to South Africa. Okay. Let's talk about waste. Like, I know our restaurants are very much like, okay, cool. They don't give the leftovers to waiters, whatever. Our restaurants, actually, for a lot of it, they throw away food. Mm. And then now they started, um, there was some guy started this whole thing where he was just like, okay, cool. This is the standard. I will come collect um, all the food that you don't use and take it to shelters, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Okay. That costs nobody nothing. But then it was a way to actually solve a problem. Yes. Right? Yeah. There's still a difference. Which is? Is that reposting and retweeting is on one side of the fence, whereas donating your time... So that person has said, okay, I'm by day I'm a banker. So I'm going to have to make a plan. I'm going to have to go part-time or ask to knock off early so that I can start this organization and at three o'clock every day, go get the food. They have committed um, in a way that has tangible for the people on the ground effects. My prayers and my retweets here um, aren't directly or at least aren't in- intentionally even myself directly linked to who am I benefiting on the ground in Sudan. Your money is all you can do. Unless you want to quit your job or take the summer and oh, you can't even go. There's even an... Uh, there's a travel ban, at least for Americans. Mm. Um, there's only so much you can do, but definitely much more than retweeting and reposting. I just so don't believe. I just I'm with you. Give I'm with you. And where where I disagree, right? Is also, I think people. Yeah, actually, no. You're contradicting yourself a little bit there, because, Ooh. and I'll tell you why. I think, and the, in the sense that for me, knowing you as I guess someone who you know respects 
the spiritual, yeah. spiritual world and you're a spiritual <laughs> person. And I'm not saying this is the case for, for, for everyone, right? So your lens in life is not purely uh, capitalist, mm. although you do see the value of money. So you're not going to be one of those people like the universe will provide. Just like, no, bitch, I got to wake up and do this so that mm. I can I can enable the universe to provide for me, right? Yes. And so then in the same time, then if you're going to say your retreats and your prayers and sending out energies does not work, um, so then what do you do then with kind of like mm. that inventory, that spiritual inventory that you've built yeah. and for it to serve other people? Yeah, I, I do it in conjunction. Mm-hmm. So the reason I'm saying this is because I'm talking to a middle class audience. All right. Middle mm-hmm. class. This podcast is not going to anybody who's. Well, maybe, maybe people in shelters are listening. I don't know. But it's no, middle, but middle class, class people. Yeah, you're a middle class spiritual person. Exactly. So I have money. I just don't believe this thing of I don't have money to donate. So what if I don't believe, what if I don't believe um, in actually giving money? For example, mm. with, with um, Muslims don't believe in, um, not don't believe, I think believe is a hard word and I'm, I'm going to Google check this, but they won't give handouts for money. They will rather like give you food. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's like that, that, that's their thing. And they write it and they even like, I remember actually went to Greenside. Yeah. There's quite a big um, Muslim community. So I went Mm. there one day to go, to go get food. And they're just saying, based on our um, law, whatever, we will not give money handouts. Mm. So please no beggars here type of thing. Mm. And in that sense, and like, I mean, you know, Muslims kind of coin coin so they're eating they're eating they're eating so then are they then maybe like not necessarily not at all because they give it you said so so they aren't giving finances but they'll give a care package they'll give a care or they'll give prayers they will take time i believe okay truly to to do prayer truly i do believe if everything is energy and i do believe in the movement i think prayer is so important because collective anything done as a collective energetically makes a difference i think I think my disappointment was that I was just felt like a lot of middle class people on my page and everywhere rest on their laurels and say, well, I can't do anything. Let me just change my profile picture. And that's enough. And then let me just like post some memes about star signs, which is me. I think mm-hmm. I do. And like, just whatever. And I just think the internet has given us, a, I believe, and Yak, maybe you disagree, um, a false sense of us doing when re- awareness is important, but challenge yourself to do a bit more. I don't know. I just think... I, I, I really question if you're not, uh, that, that, that you're not giving money. If you're so concerned, if you can spend your whole day retweeting, reposting, blasting my page with all these things, have you given coins? Or are you doing that to say that, to protect yourself, to absolve yourself and say, look, I'm one of the good ones. I've mm. reposted everything. Don't look at me. I've done it. I've followed the trend. Or have you actually put your money in your mouth? Has you, have, you made, have you made yourself uncomfortable? Have you lost something? Have you given something of yourself, really, besides your finger moving a little bit to repost? Girl, I prayed. My knees are buckling. <laughs> so I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I get what you're saying, and I think that um, oh no, I've lost my whole chain of thought, and it was so good. But I think it was along the lines of um, I think that that there are extremes, and mm. and like what you're saying, Mukundu, like or do, what are you doing if you're not putting coin down? And I think that has has some value when it's tempered a little. So I might mm. not give anything because I think, well, I can't give a thousand dollars, but I don't realize that I can just give one. I'm literally giving. I'm starting with five dollars. You see, so starting with a wimpy burger. Like even that that mentality isn't. It's not uh, kind of like widely spread. Like people don't think about just giving the little bit because they're like, yeah. what are they going to do with a dollar? Like how is that even going to help them? There's there's that, but then there's also there are so many causes in the world. And so are mm-hmm. you saying that I just shouldn't engage with the ones that I can't give another dollar to? So if there uh-huh. are a hundred causes, I don't have a hundred spare dollars. I might have 20. Okay. Do I only choose 20 and then the others I ignore? I, I personally believe that. Quite so, literally, I think you just pick the ones and keep it pushing. Which, and which I, I get why you're saying that, but that, but it, no, if I want to pray for, for more than that, or if yeah. I want to just have conversations now about what's mm. happening in China or, you know, what's happening in australia or whatever it is like i think it's it's good and it's fine for me to have those conversations so i do think that there is like a middle ground that's healthy in that that there is a way that i can without a monetary value engage with a lot more but then also realizing that as little as i can give is is enough is fine is good Mm. um it doesn't have to be that big impact i'm not a big you know billionaire philanthropist and it's fine i i absolutely agree with you and i think um, Mkunda, where 
maybe we have missed each other <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> where, where we left you behind. Where we, where we left, left you behind. behind <laughs> is um, like one back to what I said earlier on around kind of like what is the value chain of kind of like activism. The full spectrum of what helps. So what if the very varied different things we can do to help? Yeah. And some can do it in prayer. And some can do it in actually putting money. Mm. Some can actually doing in like taking time off from work to work at volunteer. There's just so many ways people can do things. But then I think right now, and this does not help the conversation, but then there's really no way of us to be able to measure um, intention um, or, yeah, mm. intention yeah. based on what we see on social media unless yeah. we engage that's it. That's true, that's true. And, yeah. Unless we engage it. It's unless fair. we engage it, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think, mm-hmm. sorry, I think what I'm saying, it's interesting actually because I think my insecurity is about what it might look like for me. Like, I think it's jumping out. I think, you know, when you assume people, you assume people's motives, it says a lot about like how you kind of think about things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think me necessarily assuming or feeling like people aren't engaging, assuming people haven't contributed, assuming is actually saying I'm insecure and I feel bad that I could post and not engage. And I've decided that's the highest form of activism and I'm not even living up to it. So I think actually this is a lot about, it's saying a lot about me. I think it's jumping out my like feelings. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) It is your part. No, but like, but that's true. And I think there is definitely a, a portion of people who will do it just outside of guilt. But then I think also there are people who, maybe when you see people who don't, um, who don't post and change their status, uh, maybe those, those could be the one who could actually just be actually doing real work on the ground. Yeah. So it's like, babes, I ain't got no time for, for social media. Yeah. So imagine, and not to like stereotype, but I know a lot of my friends, especially those who work in the NGO sectors or whatever, I mean... They have like four photos since 2014. (laughs) So like literally they, and they're the people who are really like on the ground, like risking it all, um, taking a shitty salary at home for when these things happen, that they're able to be quite Mm. proactive in their approach. Mm. So there's also those type of people then that, that we need to look at. But for as long as it's very difficult for us to measure intent, we might as well, I think, take what we can get from, um, the people, whether, whether the intentions were good or not. Yeah. But then there is a fact that, um, for example, even with the blue, for me, it piqued uh, my attention. It's just there was a lot happening yeah. in my life, so I couldn't really engage the story. I just knew it was heavy. Yeah. And I think I needed to protect myself a little bit yeah. from there. But then um, now that I'm coming kind of like out, I was just like, okay, cool, yeah. where are the benefits? Like tomorrow I'm doing, I'm yeah. going to a concert. I mean, it's going to be like, what's going to cost me like $10? And I'm just going to go. And that could be my form of activism. Yeah. I could possibly give a lot more money than that um, in a different time of the month. But for now, this is what yeah. I can do. And yeah. the fact that I still have like my very Photoshop picture on Instagram does not mean that I care less mm. about it. And to yeah. Nakwezi's point that she maybe cares, maybe she cares more about like, animals and boutique don't put me i'm not building (laughs) candles (laughs) but like let's say you care about a lot of those and maybe your physical and financial resources goes towards that and then if you do have space within your spiritual resources then that's where you will pray and if you have spaces in your retreats that's where you will retreat Mm. but then it does not mean that you care less um and even if it does mean that it's just it's not your place to care for everything yeah yeah i wanted to just have say something else on that that did remind me though of this the praying thing is Mm. that i remember when i i you know there are two religions that i know should i just call names yeah um so when i was christian like praying is all you need to do um Mm. and then when i was baha'i like it's all about the action Mm. and so I, I made me think about how sometimes we can just pray and think, no, I've done my part. And we don't actually interrogate really what we're praying for and if there's more we can do if we have the capacity mm-hmm. to. So whether or not we had the capacity to when we were praying as Christians, we just didn't do more because like, yeah. I mean, you know, that's Sunday right. afternoons is for me. Exactly. So, so I do think intention is humongous. And if we keep ourselves in check, mm. you know, for me to give money might not be wise right now because I don't have the money to give. For you to give money will be wise right now. But then there's some people still who say, all you're doing is giving money. Where is your blood and sweat and tears on the ground? Yeah. So. Interesting. It's eh? a double-edged sword. Because yeah. then the, all the corporations who just throw money at things yeah. to get tax breaks, but also, you know, whatever, it's a million. Yeah. That's interesting because is that, 
which is more valuable, the five dollars you give yes. with the intention of actually giving, or the five million with the intention of a tax break? Right. Mm. So I'm going to ask you guys some questions. They're kind of rapid fire. Oh yes. <coughs> Sorry. So I'm going to ask you guys some questions. They're rapid fire from my um, poll on Insta. Yeah. So just answer the question like it's a yes or no. Okay. And then you can give up to one line or two if okay. you so feel inclined okay. to add some context. Okay. So just consider any national or community crisis for this quest for these questions. Okay. So is activism mandatory? No. No. Why? Because activism, no, it's not. That's when things become forced. That's when become things become forced, yeah. and then you start questioning how genuine yeah. um, a person's activism is. Because yeah. if it becomes mandatory, then it becomes also like kind of like a clog. So you don't really yeah. apply yourself to it. Yeah. Is compassion mandatory as a, as a human quality in people? I think it's a good thing to learn about yeah. and to understand, but I think it's very important to choose compassion to learn and then to choose compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Does caring about an issue necessitate engaging with it? No. No. Okay. You're allowed to answer too, eh? Oh, yeah, sure, I will, actually. Yeah. Because she's rolling her eyes. I know, I'm rolling my eyes. Of, I, agree with, I agree with everything she's you guys like, said. She lives with demons. Do you feel pressured to exhibit your concern through public displays um, of internet activism? Yes. Sometimes. Me too. Um, have you ever retweeted or reposted a cause out of fear of being called out for not caring? Yep. Yep. Everyone said seventy-eight percent said no, and I'm like, you're you all liars. liars. You liars. <laughs> and yeah, come, come back, come fight. They're you're lying. lying. <laughs> they are lying. Unless you have like middle class and super woke, actually post woke. No, it's not happening. Like, that's a liar. No. Yeah, that's a total lie. Yep. Um, have you ever pretended to care about an issue out of guilt? Yeah. Yeah. If if I had changed my no I'm no. Keep going. <laughs> I. Um, uh, n- now I haven't, but then I know definitely the thought comes yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. Mm. It's really funny because I used to, um, and I know some of your listeners, shout out to you guys. I um, <laughs> have a group of friends who are highly, or, or at least present themselves as highly political. Are you about to lose friends? <laughs> think about this. Yeah. No, 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 this is good to say. And I think what was interesting, I used to feel pressure to engage in the same ways they did yeah. in mm. politics, but they were all white. Yeah. And I think I couldn't really identify, or well, now I understand that like their a lot of their guilt and feeling that they had to contribute because of what their forefathers did was mm-hmm. jumping out. And that's fair right. enough because that's their journey and realizing that actually mine was very different. And yeah. I think the way black and brown people engage in systems is different because we've only just come up, come up on nice things. Yeah. <laughs> and so we have, we want to like just the rate of when we're going to enjoy them and then eventually, or, or consider dismantling them or consider inconveniencing ourselves to yeah. push them away is very different. It looks different to how white people do. Yeah. Also, oh, that's you the, and the environment as well. Mukunda yeah. doesn't believe in saving the environment. It's not our business. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't even believe in, yeah. in, I don't believe in, in me, uh, anyone from Africa or yeah. actually any brown people engaging besides basically America, China, there are a bunch of others. You guys, this is your issue. And I think global warming is also a colonialist white issue. Um, we've just got independence. We've just got our yeah. chains off. I'm just enjoying some money. Now you're telling me, oh, yeah. the world's ending in 12 years. Contribute. So no. who fucked up the environment? Do you know what I mean? We've j- black people who've just been free and not yep. even. They're still slave trades. Mm. Yep. Like, can we enjoy before yeah. we die? That's Seriously, a very dog? good point. So like, y'all nah. should actually fix it. No. Fix it. No, yeah. America, fix. China, look busy. Yep. Don't come to me and ask me to help. Why? Andrew, why? Tell me why. And now I have to use paper. No, okay, paper store, fine. I'll use those. Yeah. I'm just mad. Like, why is this my... Why all of a sudden you're appealing to Africa? I also do understand, though, that um, global warming will make it worse for black... And- Everyone who's yeah. suffering now will just yeah. suffer more. Yeah. But also, them, they... <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Um, they care... Us. No, I'm sorry, but like I... And, and, and I've seen it even in my stint in corporate. Uh, people care... And not all people. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gagging. Go in, go um, in. And this this is okay. Actually, no. This is fine. Becky's. Yes. Mm. They care animals. All of those things. Yeah. They have a space. Yeah. The empathy. The range their, of empathy. empathy. All of that shit. Right. Um. But then they will save an animal 
before they can save another human being. Yeah. Let me ask they you. They will walk past they will walk past six white cops in yeah. the US somewhere mm. who all have a gun yeah. pointing at a young black man yeah. and just in their head is just like they're keeping it moving. Yeah. This is normal it's for the safety of our communities. If that black man is holding a puppy, they will rush in for that puppy. They will rush the for that puppy. Yeah. So then um I think as black people also like you know there's the world has told us that our lives are uh, Don't matter. cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Um and easy to be wasted. Yeah. And then we're constantly getting distracted um sometimes with I mean the environment we should definitely take care of the environment because we live there. But I don't think as a black people like yeah. that that's nothing new to us. Like we're yeah. people of the soil. Like, yeah. you know, there's there's um there's other tribes right now. I was watching a documentary last week, I think it's the Wabe or something, between yeah. on the Sahara Desert between Niger and Niger, right? Oh, yes. Can I mention I said Niger, Niger, and something else? And they, they're still people as well. They live quite nomadic. Mm-hmm. Um, those people live like long, decent lives, and they just literally use herbs. They're not exactly. Yeah. So also, indigenous have, communities don't waste. We've never they wasted. They don't waste. Yeah. Exactly. We've never wasted. Even now. And, yeah. and now it's like a cool global warming. Da da da. Look at all of these things, and I'm just like, okay, cool, great. Then how about I'm gonna go back to it. Give us back our land so that we're not overpopulated in the peripherals of the city where y'all put us. What the fuck do you think is going to happen if you're going to have six people in like a 50 square meter Mm. home, not room, home? And obviously the the waste is so, I am with you on that one in that sense. And, and then also just back to activism. I think I sometimes I'm just like, yo, I am. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot of yeah. pain in the world. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes it's an act of self-preservation to just say, that's why I said for me, when, yeah. when everything started happening, like my heart bleeds out to them and the best that I can do at this point, but there's just so much. Yeah. And I think mm. as someone who also works in the space, and this is, this might be controversial or whatever, but I, outside of perhaps like work or whatever, like I'm, I'm not taking up too many or if any like yeah. charity or whatever yeah. work like my everyday got to preserve is my everyday is kind of like saying okay cool how do we yeah. solve it like so yeah. i'm just preserving myself yeah. and, and also really like i'm okay and if someone is so compelled to do something and to create a campaign like do it boo do it for you my participation matters in the sense of numbers but then Trust me, you would rather have like four people who are really engaged and the intention that they can do so much better than yeah. having 10,000 of us who are busy retweeting. Yeah. Because yeah. after I retweet, babes, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. And in many ways, um, I don't really like thinking. It's hard because my spiritual, my spiritual life really does conflict with my like material life. Um, and I don't really like looking at things across racial lines, but it is a, re- it's just a, it's a reality. No, it's a real right. thing. But, um, I think with people of color, I think just looking after your own health, if you never engaged in the charity in your life, if you just looked after yourself. Yeah. That is a form of activism. It's Definitely. a radical, um, self-care and looking after yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. For the white girls and boys, it's also radical, but I don't know your story. It's different. You guys come from a history of, of terrorism and genocide. So that's. I don't know what to tell you. I don't mm. even know what to tell white people or people who um, kind of built whiteness as a structure. But I also just think, yeah, I, my friend asked me, um, they said, I, I wrote a guide on how to basically jo- enjoy your life, which just means find joy. If you don't like something, don't do it. Find the best ways you can have fun. Oh, that's the best advice ever. It's the yeah. best advice if ever. If you don't like something, don't just do don't it. Do it. Don't want to be there, don't go. And so don't she go, asked yeah. me, she said, how do you reconcile this with your privilege? Because not everyone can choose not to engage in certain jobs, choose not to have certain friends um, and your privilege. So how do you engage? And I said, um, personally, I understand what you mean, but first of all, I'm engaging within my lane. So this is not, that's not a message I'd necessarily, mm-hmm. I'm not going into my village and talking about this. I'm talking about this on Instagram with other people who are at my intersection mm-hmm. because that's our lifestyle. But finally, my parents and anyone who's in my age bracket, if you're a kid between kind of 20 and 40, your parents, if you're not white, quite literally dodged bullets and survived some kind of national crisis or genocide so that you could live cushy, so that you could have a memory for a mattress, so that you could have lattes, so that you could have pancakes, so that you could enjoy middle-classness. Your parents 
play, paid in blood so that you could have middle classness. Uh, they do. And, and now imagine, uh, imagine yeah. then your guilt yeah. if you're going to think of... No. Even, no, but what I'm saying is as white people, yeah. the, the white guilt is like, okay, cool, we have this privilege, so let's do yeah. X, Y, and Z. You as a black person, fine, I currently have privilege, but then because we literally, if you're literally the first generation of middle class literally. black women, you still have poverty... Like yeah. Your cousins, so your, your cousins, cousins. Uh, your and, cousins. And so a lot of the time we operate yeah. under anxiety yes. to not go back there because we're so close. poverty. Yeah. We're so close to it, yeah. but then at the same time, it's kind of like we also push ourselves so hard because I can't yeah. fuck it up because of yeah. if my parents went through the most and I'm sitting here cushy yeah. and I'm busy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So then that's why we can't we can't engage with white guilt and white issues. No. It's, it's very we different. Can't. And so if we you're can't. white and listening. Yeah. Um, your experience of guilt and, and, and charity and activism is going, it might look different to what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't, not to say you're not absolved, but all I can say is for people of color, if you want to rest, if you want to take yes. a break, mm. if that breaks a week, a month, a year, your lifetime, you are allowed. People yeah. paid in blood. Yeah. If you're white, it yes. looks different. And maybe yeah. um, a podcast or an episode from from white people by white people speaking to this might speak yeah. to more. I don't think necessarily you guys can rest. I feel like they've had a 400 <laughs> no year rest. You've had, 400 years. you've had a four, you've had a, a hundreds of years of rest. Years. From the beginning of time rest. Yeah. And there's a big difference between, if you also track your wealth, because another friend of mine came with the white, came into my inbox, was feeling guilty. Um, and the difference is where my parents got their wealth is very different to where your white parents got their wealth. Yeah. Yeah. And so your historical inheritance, spiritually, so energetically and also literally, um, I don't believe in guilt, but inter- if you're feeling uncomfortable, interrogate that. Mm. I will never feel uncomfortable for what I have, for, for buying my hand creams from Willis. Yeah. I'll never, Absolutely. or for, from Lossy 10. I'll never feel, hey, mm. I'm leaning into capital. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Mm. People paid for this in blood, hey? My ancestors paid. Capitalism yeah. was built on the backs of our ancestors. Yeah. So... Wasn't our great granddad got shot? He was, yeah. he yeah. carried a spear and got shot by the white people who came on the was? shores. Yeah, he came to welcome the white people that arrived on the shores. They did a dance. They thought he was attacking them and they shot him. And they shot him. Now we don't have a great grandfather. Like, well, he was, he was, oh, he was going to be dead by now. But yeah, then. But still. Okay, yeah, no, story. Come on. <laughs> You don't even have a photo. So, with and, him. and your dad, what he, what your dad was doing, and not necessarily his fault, but he. So, Andrew, mm-hmm. we can hear that on here. Um, this is why we don't have blacks on our podcast. I'm dead. Yours might have, if they were farmers in Zimbabwe, sure, maybe they were born into it, they didn't know better, but they they inherited workers for very cheap or free, yeah. got land, it was built on oppression in some sort. So, yeah, your struggle is different. Interrogate that. Yeah, because if you, you want to. If you the want Queen to. of England, I, all of that was just, okay, anyway, let's not go there. And can I just say one thing, yeah. right? It's, again, do you. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I yeah. think also sometimes I, I was listening to my one of my other favorite podcasts, The Read, and oh. some some white woman called and she was just kind of like white guilting, but like okay. trying to be like, oh, I would love for white people to listen in your whatever. And they were just mm. like, honey, this was not made for you. Um, that, this was ooh. for black people. Um, by it. black people. This was like a free really? movement. Thanks mm-hmm. for loving our podcast. Thanks for wanting your white people to listen. But mm. I don't know if I agree with that. And let me tell you why. Yeah. And because now in my older age, do you focus on yourself? When you're interrogating your guilt, don't interrogate it in relation oh, to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, unless it's something that's going to directly affect me. Okay. And then if you are driving from the airport, going past Langa or whatever to to your house in Camps Bay, yeah. don't sit there and be like, oh my God, these house really need fences. Just because your house needs a fence, yeah. literally go inside the community if you read. Like, interrogate firstly, why is why do I care about that? And if you if it's yeah. a guilt, go do it away from me. And yeah. also, can we also just be left alone? Because sometimes, I think also as black people, literally <laughs> oh, we get yeah. dragged into <laughs> things. Like we're literally just yeah. chilling. Now I saw there was an article that came out that says... Um, Study that comes out that the majority of um white more white people have experienced racism in South Africa than black people. I was just like no. I was like, Becky, Peter, <sighs> Johannes, <God>. leave <laughs> us alone. We're yeah. doing fine. The thing is, and also we can call when we need you, yeah. which I highly doubt. All we want is our things. Wow. You know? And That's now powerful. it's like they're saying, you know, South Africa it's we've disrupted and da da da. But we don't know what imploding or exploding or disrupt is by us, yeah. you know, and and that's and I very think true. Everyone yeah. just focus on if you want to be an actor, go activate, but then 
like remove don't don't come for me if yeah. I if I'm not doing that. Mm, but also yeah. once you start coming then in our community and you're gonna say what is not, did you see those ads on the highway about um oh. neutering dogs or whatever vaccination no, for dogs? Really? Dogs in Soweto are <laughs> da 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 da. Let's help vaccinate dogs in Soweto. It's an actual real ad. Oh my god! I will find it on the Googles or what? Amazing. Jesus. On Ask Do Jeez. all the kids have their flu shots? Oh no no no! It's about the, it's about it's the about the dogs. Bitch. I told you, things things and animals. Matter more than human beings, and, and for, for, wild for black people because because our bodies were constantly under attack, yeah. and it's not just I think everything, every living organism or whatever species in those world perhaps has its space, but then we are the actual like kind of like first animals to be like constantly under siege, like we yeah, were really like in this world. So then we will still care about our animals. Like guys, we didn't have fucking feedlots back in the Hiza. We have feedlots now. And now we start, now white people are like organic meat, ethical care, whatever. <laughs> no, stop. We just I like, can't. bitch, no. Like, if we look back in history, you cannot, now that I'm actually just trying to feed my family, yeah. you're going to look at me squafty because I went to go buy bulk meat at yeah. um, a boxer or yeah. whatever. Now I don't care about the environment. Let's all be vegetarian. Uh-huh. Cool story, bro. Yeah. But then we wouldn't be in this shithole if it wasn't for capitalism. Thank you. Show me a black person who started capitalism. Thank you. Plus that white man who discovered America like there were no people there. Jesus Christ. And you know what? It, 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 it I'm is, done. Yeah. <laughs> you can add, which we're wrapping up, so you have a yeah. minute. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about, I want to talk about the news, the news cycle. I just, that's such an yes. important thing for me. Okay. Because I think it is, it is incredibly contrived. I think opting out of the news is not, a, not only an option, but is healthy and good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's been amazing because it's not, it isn't the news. It's, it's a, a, a particular perspective that I think feeds into probably a capitalist. I just believe capitalism is like the devil behind everything. Mm. Agenda uh, that keeps us um, scared, guilty, uh, wary, uh, putting money into organizations that can prevent us from being killed or hurt. or what. Like it's just, it's not a helpful machine. So it's fear mongering. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Intentions. Yeah. What's the intention of the new cycle? Yeah. Could I can ask you a question, right? Yes. Quickly. I know we're running out of time, but you can edit. That's why you're here. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> one minute. Go okay. Ahead. Cool. What? What? What are one some of the things that are most um, causes or issues that are most close to your heart? Yeah. And what does then impact look like for you? I love that. Closest to my heart is um is I want people to know that they are infinite and can do anything. Anything. And so that goes across um gender and racial barriers. Yeah. Um that means the most to me when people know that they're infinite and they have control. Yeah. As much as it seems like they don't, they do. That excites me and that interests me. And that's what kind of my work is about on Instagram, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um that interests me the most. Um what impact looks like is Really, for me, it's it's really micro. It's somebody literally DMing me and saying, I never thought I could actually say no to my parents. I never thought um, I could just ask my friends for what I want. I didn't really believe in myself, but I quit my job now. That matters to me. Yeah. Um, and very much like Oprah, she talks about her interests in elevating stories. And I am too. And I know I'm strongest when I feel... T- I, when I feel connected, when I feel connected to that white man, to that straight person, to that um, Indian guy, to that whatever woman, I feel my best when yeah. I am not in pain at what people who look like you have done to me. Yeah. yeah. And so for me, I have to stay in that space as much as possible. And for me, that's what um, that's what impact looks like. I am, of course, uh, concerned with all other issues, but mm. n- primarily they f- they feel divisive. Mm. Yeah. So when I think about slavery, let's say in America, I get mad at white people and that makes me, that lowers my vibration and I'm hurt and mm. I don't know what to do. And from that space, I'm not effective. Yeah. That pain is necessary or it's real, mm. but I don't like to be in that space. So I do my best really to, to engage in work that says we're together. You've done shit in the past or you've done yeah. shit and you're doing shit, but we are the Let's same. The essence of what you're saying is that um, the real cause and issues that really hit with you is around people, right? Yeah. yeah. The mess of this world and whatever and the greatness of it that we find ourselves in is mostly because of people and human beings. Yes. So I think um, in your own activism and the work that you're doing, you're really kind of like hitting it where um, where it matters the most because at the core 
it's people. And so I think yeah. perhaps you can also see even maybe your podcast or whatever mm. as a bigger way of activism, although you might not be not so advanced to be able to see how changing human consciousness can really directly have tangible results to whether it's healing or war or famine or whatever mm. all of these things are caused by people mm. um the pressure on the mm. environment is caused by people so i yeah. think it's it's an incredible space that you're entering into and i think just my hope for i guess this journey or the work that you're kind of doing is to actually once you're able to see the value in changing then that micro activism that you're doing through your podcast or the people that you engage in um it's actually probably you realize we don't need all of these algorithms or master's degrees in development mm-hmm. um we could yeah. probably just need to see each other yeah and, yeah, and heal that because yeah. i think the biggest work needs to happen within people and even sure. for me that's where i'm most passionate about when i say when i say people development it's not like oh develop you to get a degree no it's how do we run back to our to, to ourselves and also recognize each other's humanity mm-hmm. right but then it's through recognizing my own humanity it's right. about me first so i hope this podcast also just kind of like creates that energy stream yeah. and like i say and i stand by this is that do you boo mm. and watch how that energy goes out into everyone that you interact with right. and always check the intent the intentions of your energy and i think mm. i think that that is more powerful than any phd or a master's degree or like diplomatic status or being a president because at the end of the day for as long as we're people in this world it will be people ruling this world mm-hmm. and that's where we need to fix Oh, that's what I'm gonna say. That's that. That is gorgeous. Fantastic. Thank Thank you you. so much, Andrew. Do any of you want to add? I mean, it's think it's if you have points. Perfect. I think that's exactly that's perfect. I said what I said. I said what I said. (laughs) Or rather, I said what I came here to say. That's right. Thank you so much. That is beautiful. On that note, um, we're going to add Andrew's details, um, in the description box. Uh, so that we can continue the conversation on socials. If you have any questions, just DM him, blast him, drag him. Uh, and I'll include Nanya. Come well. for me. <laughs> He's ready. My account is private, so I'll bet you first. <laughs> I'm dead, I'm dead. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yeah. We hope this was interesting. I hope this was... Yeah. I feel like we voiced a lot of all three of us um, opinions that people either don't have words for or don't know how to say because it's yeah. a bit awkward, mm. a bit yeah. uncomfortable. So thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you you all.